happy happy monday my lovely listeners welcome back to overshare i am genevieve your guide on your journey of self-actualization Ooh, it is monday let me say that it is a rain rainy and cold one today this morning in the dfw but uh, it's drying out and today we are talking about I think a very applicable topic. I think I need to ri- remind myself of this today, which is how to find your self-worthiness. And I am honored to have my guest on today with me, Selena Ibarra, who is an entrepreneur. She is also a Herbalife distributor. Yes. Yes. Uh, what else? Tell me, Selena. Oh, everything. <laughs> everything. You're a mother. Your friend, she's an avid. Well, I want to say you, 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 an avid person who works out. Yeah, promote promotes a healthy lifestyle. I see you every day on Instagram, waking up in the morning, being consistent with yourself, with your workouts, and just inspiring people every day. So, uh, like I said, my lovely listeners, we're talking about how to find your worthiness within your life. Um, and I actually met Selena through, again, DFW Loops, which is another kind of great network. We talked about it last episode when I had Athena on. Uh, I connected with Selena <clears throat> through that network, but I've stopped by her. She's got a nutrition shop in Irving, and we've been kind of just talking, chatting, collaborating. So I'm really, really excited to have her on the show. And... Um, Tell me about yourself. Tell, tell, tell the lovely listeners about you, Selena. Um, so, hey, guys. I am Selena Ibarra. Um, I was born and raised here in Dallas, Texas. Um, like she said, I'm a mom, entrepreneur. Um, I've always been active. My family's always had us active. My parents have always had us active. Um, so I think to me, like, the workouts, the sports, everything just comes kind of natural. So yep. for me, it's like... Sometimes I feel like if I'm not working out, that I'm not being productive, whether it's like jumping jacks, push-ups, walking around, running around with my kids, running around with my nephews, somebody. Um, I've always been into like, actually the whole uh, inspirational thing more came around like when I was in high school. So yeah. it was just a group that I was a part of that they had like, you were considered like the leadership kids in high school. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because it ended up being like a, I want to say like a, like a, like a take back school, but it was like a school like to help you advance farther and in, into your high school so you wouldn't fail or, not that I was a bad kid, but it was just like, uh, I wasn't doing my work. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. And t- tell us where you're, like, tell us where you're from, where all of that, like, tell us how you got involved with Herbalife and your shop and just kind of background so everybody knows who you are and what you're about. So, um, you know, born and raised in Dallas, uh-huh. um, my family, my dad's from Mexico, so it was more like a traditional thing. Um, my cousin actually introduced me to Herbalife. She, we've always been soccer players and athletes, like I said, but she was always like, hey, cousin, I have something for you. And I'm like, nah, girl, I don't need it. I play soccer. I'm all right. Little yeah. did I know that, like, no, I didn't need it. Um, my brother was actually getting married. And he like we were shop we were shopping for dresses, uh-huh. and I didn't realize how big I had gotten until I didn't fit into a size small no more. <laughs> yeah. So I've always been petite. I've always been small. Um, I was actually underweight growing up. Um, and my mom was like, "Mija, you're not, 
you're not a size small no more you're like a medium or large i'm like no i refuse to put on a large and about like two weeks before my brother got married i happened to go drop off some money to my cousin's house because her sister-in-law was gonna actually be the choir for my brother uh-huh. and she's she starts asking me like hey how are things going how's it going i was in a really dark place in my life mm-hmm. and i had actually became a full-on single mother for real like um i moved back then with my parents i at that time i just was like i didn't have no no goals no anything for life so when i saw my cousin she's like just come and work out with us you know you'll like it and i was like maybe after the wedding we've been busy she's like and so we talked for about an hour and her husband comes her husband has that athlete mentality like you know we all we're all competitive and we like being challenged so when he came around he's like um are you afraid of my boot camp or what and i'm like nah nobody's afraid of your boot camp he's like well then get you and your sisters and y'all come on and i was like okay i'll tell them and that following monday we went to fit camp and i was trying to compose myself the whole time like being i got this i got this and little did they know that when i got home i was <laughs> yeah like yeah because well, i say that that happens when you work out like if yeah. it's a good workout you really push yourself you oh push, yeah you, know, you throw up so then hey, you happens. haven't done it in a while too yeah. so yeah um i i actually love the fit camp because people were like people that i didn't even know they grew up in my same neighborhood but they were younger than me were like pushing me and telling me like oh hey like you got this you, you're doing good and you're like where did you come from you know and that kind of like morphed into what you're doing now yeah. with the with your shop and mm-hmm. just the whole lifestyle thing with i get when well, you eat right too not just the herbal life products but like you actually eat right on top of what you sell and what you promote so i think all of that like came hand in hand with with your journey and how you got started with it right because yeah. didn't you, i think you told me that you'd been doing it for a while right about eight yes. nine years part-time and then you decided, especially through the pandemic, to just go full-time with it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I want to talk about that a little bit more when we get into tips, tools, and tricks, because I think I want to kind of get in. I want my listeners to hear your story about why you felt worthy enough to, to make the transition to go full-time with that, <clears throat> to make a side hustle, a full-time hustle. So I think that's really important. Anything else you want to mm-hmm. share for intro before we jump into mindset vocabulary? No, that's about it, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> You're so quiet today. Every time. And y'all, she's uh, Selena's great. I, I've been stopping by the shop, which is in Irving, and uh, please go follow her on Instagram at Nonstop Nutrition. She's such a she's such a bright light. It's not just about buying products with her. She really uh, she really sees the value in everybody when they stop by at the shop and she takes time to chat with you and really make you feel seen. So, again, go check her out for all you, your nutritional needs. But let's go ahead and jump into uh, mindset vocabulary. All right, so worthiness is what we're talking about today. And I feel like there's been a lot of things that have been happening for me lately. Uh, A lot of people in my life have been uh, not unloading, but have been seeking me out for advice about things that may not be going so well in their life. And it's funny because usually we think about worthiness when things are not good, right? And we're going to talk about that in tips, tools, and tricks about how to kind of build um, shame resiliency. And we're going to talk about shame in a minute because I feel like you can't talk about worthiness without talking about shame. 
and there's there's another experience that I had this last week that you know the whole the whole shame aspect really kind of slapped me in the face, and I do want to tell my lovely listeners about that. But so, but again, you know that we we break down the social constructs of you know these complex ideas about you know mental mindset and how to apply it to your life, and worthiness in the most basic form is am I enough, right? Like. It's just kind of that idea that you have to ask yourself, am I enough alone? And all my lovely listeners who have, have kind of been with me since the beginning, my first podcast was about self-love. And I, I had mentioned that for about a year, I had am, I am enough written on my mirror. And I had to look at that every day because this is definitely something that is hard for me to deal with not deal with, but practice and really reflect on. What do you think about that? What about you, Selena? Do you, you think that it's hard to just tell yourself that I am enough? Because you, Selena always posts stuff every day. You do push-ups every day. I've, you've been doing that for how long? About In the morning. Almost two months. And you've been super consistent with it, which is something else we're going to talk about because you can think about all this stuff all day long, but it's the action that really matters in order to build something like this within your life, that development. So do you think, do you have a hard time with that, with like worthiness or saying that you're enough? Or did you at one point in your life? Mm, I did. Um, I would say about like eight or nine years ago. When yeah. I, when I said I became a single mom. A single mom. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think it has to do with what we, what we allow to, for people to tell us and for us to believe it because, yeah, I mean, you grow up and it's like, I always read that like we grow up, especially like in the Hispanic culture, sometimes we grow up like, no, you can't be doing that. No, don't do this. Um, your sister's doing this better than you or, you know, like, oh, your sister doesn't do that. Your brother doesn't do that. And it's like, but I'm my own person. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, sometimes I feel like even as like, growing up as, a, as an athlete sometimes you're like they don't want to be as good as that girl or i want to be a, you know my brother i only have one brother and sometimes i feel like um because he was always around us sometimes he didn't know how boys would act so it was kind of hard for him sometimes to get along with other guys or until he got a little bit older would he make his friends that like and most of his friends were like people from the neighborhood so uh -huh. i feel like sometimes you you don't know your worth until you start seeing like then I can do this like we all have that one gift that we can do better than and ET says it he's it's crazy like Eric Thomas he talks about he's like what is that one gift and passion behind you he's like because we're all given a gift who who is that Eric Thomas he's yeah. a hip-hop preacher he's a motivational speaker <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta yeah. tell the lovely listeners because um, they, they want it they'll, they'll probably you so you that's you listen to him and that was actually the first person i ever listened to when i started listening to like personal development like that that too was put placed in front of me and i guess because the way he talks like i mean we grew up in west dallas so it's like if you weren't in the gang if you weren't doing this you weren't doing that you didn't fit in so you were like okay i mean and my parents i'm kind of grateful that my parents were a little too strict on us because we didn't feel like my mom always told told me I don't know what she told my siblings but I always told her till this day I always remember that you told me don't follow the crowd be your own person yep and no matter what people tell you try do your best not to believe it and I'm like and my mom's like you still remember that and I'm like yeah because I well, if I feel myself like wanting I mean and I think we all have that time in our life where we want to fit in because we want to be accepted and yeah. because you're like well they are and sometimes those people 
aren't really looking out for your best interests. Well, yeah, belonging is, uh, the, the need to belong is something that's really powerful. And we, we kind of talked about that in some previous episodes, but, you know, that's something that has a lot of pull. But I think what I, what you were saying too earlier about, you know, having like the outward source of like what what you need to do to fit in or not fit in, you know, it, I think it goes back to validation, you know, like that outward validation that we're always looking towards, even from our fam- our family dynamic, which was what you were talking about earlier too. It's like we look to our family dynamic for that kind of, you know, the validation as of our worth. And again, I'm going to say, especially for women, you know, mm-hmm. like what do we need to do as women in order to be good or, you know, seen as good? And usually it's, you know, taking care of other people or people pleasing or, um, you know, dressing a certain way or doing certain things a certain way. So I just thought that was interesting that you kind of brought that up within your own personal story about how you grew up. But worthiness, I want to let my lovely listeners know, is a lot more about self-validation versus the outward validation. And that's so hard, especially for young girls that are coming up in society today, there's so many influences, right? Like media, there's, apps, you know, our social, like the news, like television and the social media, what they're seeing, like how these, our girls are perceiving what they need to be like in order to be worthy. And I think that that's um, important, an important message for them. They need to know about worthiness and self-worth because, you know, I posted something this morning, like it's an inner job. Right. I mean, don't you really think that you especially from what you said about when you were in high school and then like you kind of had a shift from like then to now, even now, I think even more now. Right. And you've you've kind of more gone towards the fact that, you know, you've changed. You haven't really you're more focused on, you know, your your nutrition shop and the workouts and the lifestyle and like just being healthy all around mentally and physically. Yeah, I would say so. Um, in high school, we were actually a part of a group called, well, I went to Dallas Can, <laughs> And a lot of people know about that school in Dallas. Um, Dallas Can is actually like a school, like, usually like pregnant mothers would go. Somebody yeah. was kicked out of their school. So, like, when people found out, they're like, why are you in this school? Like, what did you do? And it was just that, <clears throat> you don't, to me, I feel like when they tell us in herbal life, they're like, you can never connect the dots going forward. You can only connect them going backwards. And when I look at it, at um, my high school years, I was like, that was actually, like, a great thing for me. Like, it helped me. I was in ROTC at my regular high school in Nimitz. Uh Um, So they teach you leadership and how to lead kids and how to be a good leader. But then, like, in the school that I went to, the group was a leadership group. And you went to certain meetings with people. And I still have a notebook from there. And I remember the guy saying, he's like, you can't fly like an eagle hanging around with a bunch of pigeons. And I'm like what <laughs> he's like what do pigeons do they just hang out on the ground what do yeah. eagles do they soar they soar high and they fly high in the sky and i'm like and every time i think about it i'm like dang like and there's another one that says it says the same thing but he says turkeys instead of pigeons he's like but he's talking about the people that are staying Love. and like in their mediocrity yeah and so like i'm like to me i feel like that was something that helped me push myself as an adult like that like reading something like that when you're going through a dark stage in your life as an adult you're just like well hey i can do this um and like as far as like affirmations it was really hard for me to start them Um, yeah now look at you now i can do it now i try to have my kids do it that's so Um, great i put it on the mirror sometimes sometimes they're erased like no mom i'm tired of reading that and i'm like 
and I try to I try to instill that in my kids. Um, it's not people are like, oh, you do so well. I'm like, it's not easy. It's just like anything, you have to be consistent with it. Yeah. And I tell my kids like, you have to be your own self. And they're they're there's a teenager and a tween, so they're in that stage where you want to fit in or yeah. do certain things. And I'm just like, no, you be you. Like they everybody you, that right? even everybody that's on the media, they have their own little thing about themselves that makes them famous. So. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> and I, I, I definitely want to talk about shame before we actually tra- we go into tips, tools, and tricks. Because I don't think that you can talk about self-worthiness without talking about the other side of the coin, which is shame. And I'm going to just throw the definition out there. And again, this is from some of the research. I, I, honestly, this is from Brene Brown because you all know I geek out about her. I just I love her to death. But it, so shame by, by as defined by Brene Brown is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love, belonging and connection. And it's so funny because I was actually I, I was working out, you know, at my my boot camp and I had mentioned that I felt shameful about, you know, a certain part of my body, which again, women in general, uh, you know, in society, that's probably their number one thing that they feel shameful about is the way they look. And like the women don't talk about it with men. It's usually like their societal position and their career and, you know, the the amount of money that they make. So, you know, there's very common things that we as a society feel shame about. And like I said, if we don't talk about it, then nothing is going to come of it. But I had mentioned that at my boot camp and she was and she called me out because of the podcast and she's like well how can you do this and preach this if if, and say that you're shameful about that and you know it's just because I'm doing this every week and I'm you know preaching and promoting you know healthy mindset and different concepts of that doesn't mean that I still don't feel shame about certain things in my life you know and it's just you have to be honest about it. I mean, don't you think so? Don't you feel like you have to be honest about like your story and what you went through and what, you, like you said right now about the Texas can, like the high school that you went to, like there's a stigma to that, right? That maybe you've told people that in the past and they, I don't know, maybe their demeanor changes or maybe they look at yeah, you like, look. Oh God, why, <laughs> what? Like how, why, how, you know, yeah. you went there. So it's kind of like, they're sh- shaming you. They're shaming you because of the fact that you went to a high school for, I, I don't like I said, I don't know. The, the kids just weren't doing too well. Yeah, the, <laughs> uh, well, uh, they weren't doing well, or maybe they weren't, quote unquote, on the right path. But again, right. it's like you're here and you're telling your story, and that makes you a part of who you are, which, again, like I said, goes into the whole thing for shame resiliency, which we're going to talk about in tips, tools, and tricks. But what do you think about shame? Uh, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I know, like you said, you're doing the podcast. And yeah. even throughout the time that I've been doing Herbalife, like, you have to find kind of like the affirmation thing. You have to find, like, where you start falling in love with your flaws. That's how I see it. Because yeah. it's like, I've always been on the shorter side. <laughs> and I used to dislike it because I'm like, I would get picked on and all that. And then I'm like, but I had a friend, he's like, dude, he's like, you're, you're little. He's like, but you take up, like, a lot of space. He's like, and, and I don't mean it like, like, no, you got to, like, go walk like this. He's like, no, you take, like, it's known when you walk in or, like, you you have a presence about you that you have a big spirit. And yeah. I'm like, wow. And even one of his friends said it. He had just met me. He goes, no, you can tell. And he's like, it's just all about how you carry yourself. Like, yep. there can be somebody that's probably, like, six feet tall 
and they don't have any kind of confidence and there's beautiful women out there and they don't have that you confidence never, you never know right there's handsome men out there they don't have the confidence Yo, I, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> but then you see because like i i've always grew, grew up having a little bit more guy friends than than girlfriends yeah. um as, yeah. as a woman now i have i've learned how to get along more with women i i grew up with sisters so that's probably why like i got my sisters i'm okay um but i feel like like you said shaming like you know maybe there's some men too that they don't like certain things about themselves or maybe they got bullied when they were younger there Sometimes. are they 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 have yeah. but like yeah. i said uh, we just it's probably shame is probably the most universal experience that and a lot of psychologists say that too if you you know, kind of read some books and do a little bit of research but shame is one of those things that everybody feels at some point in their life you can't right. i don't think you can get beyond that no but again, I, I think talking about it and even you coming on and telling your story is definitely, it's really the road to um, awareness and, you know, a stronger mindset. And again, you can't, you, you said it earlier, you can only connect the dots with your past, not your future. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was really powerful what you said there that, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, <sighs> So you have to look at the past in order to know how to move forward, I right. think. And your story is what gives you power. Even if you think that there's something to be, sh feel shameful about it. I don't think that you need to. But again, we all have to go through it. So, um, so with that, I want to, usually we take a musical break right now before we get into tips, tools, and tricks. But I, instead of doing that today, because we're trying different things for Overshare, we're trying different things. I want Selena to tell us about uh, Nonstop Nutrition. So give us the, give us like the address, give us just this, just whatever you want us to know about Nonstop Nutrition. When um, it started, all of it, the whole thing, just so that the lovely listeners know where to find you. Uh, so where it started, uh, I actually like, with Herbalife, um, I always helped out, like at the nutrition clubs with my cousin that got me started. Yep. <clears throat> I started with a few friends too, so I kind of learned how to do like, and people think that it's easy to make a tea and a shake, and it's, it's not. not. I, I just, tried to make the coffee thing <laughs> that you gave me the other day, and it came out all clumpy. <laughs> I was like, I did this wrong. <laughs> I had to redo it. I eventually got it, but it takes a little bit of time. It's yeah. not easy. Yeah. So and yeah. It, yeah, and it's just like anything. Like you have to be consistent. It's just like it's just like I tell my mom. Like not everybody makes the same kind of food. Like you know, you have you have your tricks and tools to make your your one dish that you know how to make. And sometimes some people don't make, like, even like tamales. To me, I feel like, I'm like, I don't like everybody's tamales. <laughs> okay, we started on that. We had, me, my mom had a Christmas brunch yesterday, and, you know, she had gotten tamales for the, the brunch, and she ended up giving, because I wanted to take some home, and she gave them, she gave all of them away to somebody <laughs> to take home. Man, I'm so mad. <laughs> Dang. I'll get you some. <laughs> I know. Okay, thank you, thank you. I was, um, she, she only get, left me one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> she enough. You're working out. <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> she's looking out for you. I know, I know. Um, but no, nonstop nutrition. Uh, it's funny because I actually came up with the name um, when I used to go out all the time. I actually knew a DJ. And his hype man was named Nonstop. So I was like, I love that name. <laughs> and he was always like, yeah, and going crazy every time you see him on the stage. Like, And I think at that time he was, I think I was like maybe 19 or maybe 20 years old. And he was like well in his like mid-30s. But girl, he had the energy like a teenager. 
So I'm like, I right, that's what I want. So when the, when I was asked, like, what do you want to name your satellite club? Uh, it was Nonstop Nutrition. Um, to me, I kind of love the area that I'm in right now. Yeah. Um, it is connected to an office depot. It's in Irving, Texas. Yes. Um, it's off MacArthur and 183 at the airport freeway. So the address is actually 1000 West Airport Freeway. Um, you'll find me inside the Work Economy Hub. Yeah, y'all know what the is. Y'all, y'all out there that live people, in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, so if if you ever been to the airport to the Irving Mall, yeah, to Baylor Scott and White, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right across the street from there. Yes, <laughs> but um, to me, I like you said, like I love it. I love it because I think the day after you came over, um, there was actually another lady. She met me at one of our fit camps, and she actually has a different coach. But she's like, I just love coming to visit you and talking. I think she stayed for like two hours. We we're just oh talking. my gosh, okay. I thought I stayed. Yeah, long. <laughs> no. I go. and I love it. I love it because I'm like, we never know. Um, um, you know, like to me, yes, I kind of close this morning and sometimes I'm like, dang, because you never know when people need you. You never know. Sometimes it's not even about like getting the tea, getting a shake. Sometimes it's just about like, hey, like for me, being in Herbalife and starting in Herbalife, like to me, I feel like it saved my life because I'm I like, because I get it. to be able to go back into my, my fitness and running yep. and even get back into sports and be able to like to hang with people that are like half my age i'm like yeah yeah i get it <laughs> but um like you said like i mean even you came and like we've had our own conversations yeah. um and i and i love it because i'm like the place that i'm at is like to me i feel like you can connect with people that aren't even that are other entrepreneurs um the people that are in office depot so yeah i love it and Selena, you tell tell the people, tell my lovely listeners what you have. You got tea. Oh, and then you have like Waffle Wednesday, which is right. Wa- yes. Well, she sells waffles every day, I think. But <laughs> she's got Waffle Wednesday, and her I still haven't had one yet. I'm still wanting. I need to go get one. But uh, yeah, like she, your waffles look bomb. Yeah. So, so. we do uh, teas. Tea. We do tea bombs. Shakes. Um, shakes. We do special shakes. Uh, we do have the coffee, like you said. Yes. Um, I do. I do. Almost, I, I, well, I told my people over there, I was like, Tuesday through Thursday, I'll make y'all waffles. I was like, to Tuesday do them every Thursday. day. Yeah. Okay. But waffle, I do have waffle Wednesday. Yeah. Um, usually Mondays, I try to kind of just like get out more. People are more in love with the teas than anything. Like, that's just the thing. Like, instead of you going, not to knock Starbucks, but I'm like, I'm a little bit. Oh, <laughs> go, go, go ahead and knock them. No, uh, I mean, I, I love like I've had I've had Starbucks before, and I still do sometimes here and there. My kids are like, they love their frappuccinos. I'm like, I can just make you coffee, the iced coffee oh, with some whipped cream. Oh, they're and, so overrated. Yeah, they're, but it's uh, like just. Like I said, well, so we're kind of the same. I mean, it's like a refresher, but yeah. it's an energy drink at the same time. So. And you're getting your nutrition. It's not just wasted calories, wasted sugar, right. wasted all of that. Like, you're getting something that's going to be of nutritional value to you. But, you know, yeah, the young folks don't understand that until, you know, they get older. <laughs> right. But, hey. Uh, and so tell tell us your hours of operation for the lovely listeners before uh, we jump in. So usually Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm there from 8.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Yeah. And then right now, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm open from 8.30 to 12. And my lovely listeners, go add Selena on Instagram. She's got Facebook, too, but I I feel like you, well, you update both. But like I said, I'm more of an Instagram person, so I kind of check her stories out. She's always updating, always putting uh, motivational stuff on there. And, And she also gives updates about, you know, nonstop nutrition when she's open, what she's got available, the product she has, sales, promotions, workouts, the whole the whole nine. So definitely go add her, check her out. So with that being said, let's get into tips, tools, and tricks about how to find your worthiness because this is what, this is the whole 
the meat and bones of you know the show today is actually how to actually work on this skill and I really believe worthiness is a skill that you have to work on and it like I said it's crazy I, I, I want to throw this one out there before we actually talk about some of the other bullet points that I have here and again I heard that I heard this this morning when I was you know prepping for the show or you know re-prepping for the show like I always do but I feel like there is a worthiness baseline and it's so funny because there's almost this idea of when you go through something really bad in your life your self-worth can go down right so you know the outside the external whatever is happening in your life can be affected by one inter by your internal dialogue and how you feel about yourself so in like I said, let, let me put it this way because this was kind of <laughs> this is kind of a, a a complex concept to to talk about. But think about your baseline as a seabed in the ocean, and your worthiness is like the tide, right? So the tide comes back, you know, goes out and comes in. It fluctuates. It's never the same. But you know, your baseline about how you feel about yourself and your self esteem is something that will always be there and no matter how bad the tide is as long as you have that foundation it is gonna be okay my lovely listeners because you know we go through a lot of really awful things in life and it's so funny because i feel like a lot of people have been coming up to me and telling me things that have gone wrong and they need advice and i know selena you you get this too because people come into the shop and you know they stay there for two hours like all of that cannot just be rainbows and puppies right it just can't be <laughs> there's gotta be there's gotta be stuff there that they you know they tell you that they're just having issues with and i feel like it's so funny how i heard that this morning because i feel like i needed to hear that because we can get so stressed out with everything going on around us mm -hmm that we can just feel bad about ourselves. We can feel shame about the fact that we didn't get enough done or we didn't do it the right way or maybe the house is a mess or maybe we didn't get somewhere on time. You know, like it's it's this whole thing about really being aware. And I, I think you show up for yourself every day. And again, this is just a small example of what you do, but with the whole, and Selena has been getting up every morning and putting the, her, I guess your push-up challenge on Instagram how like how where do you find that motivation and like for me when i see you do that you're building your baseline mm -hmm. of your self-worth because one you said that this is what i'm gonna do and you i'm gonna do it every day for how long did you say you're gonna do it forever forever girl you make me feel bad i can't do no more <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's just say you just at some point you made yeah. that decision you said i'm gonna wake up in the morning as long as I can and do how many push-ups? How many push-ups do you have to do? Uh, right now, I've been doing 25. 25 every morning. What made you want to do that? Uh, to be honest, um, I get mentored a lot. Yes. And people don't ever think that I do. They're just like, how do you find that motivation? How do you do that? And I'm like, um, the, and I, I can honestly say I love her, but like for always telling us, like, find a mentor, um, you know, work on yourself and your personal development. Um, so I actually reached out to somebody that he's high in the business. Um, and I told him, I'm like, dude, like, what made you click? Because, like, he was, he was kind of going, like, you know, I'm not going to share, like, his business, but 
he, he was kind of having like a backslide in his business. Yeah. And um, this was during the pandemic and he, he shares it on his Instagram and he shared a real like how he was acting and how he was being. And then um, he put his fiance on there and he was just like, you know, um, I don't want to be this man no more. And he's like, I saw how I was being. And I guess she was showing him like how he was being. She was being his mirror, basically. And yeah. I feel like um, to me, like I have girls. And to him, um, he has a son that he, she had just given birth to him. And he's like, well, I have all the opportunity to be at home with the baby, but I still don't get it. Like, you know, I don't want to be this person for myself and for my kids and for my, my future wife. So I was just like, what, what made you click? Like, what made you, he gets up at 2 a.m. in the morning. I'm just like, dude, no, at that time, I'm still no. dreaming. <laughs> no, I'm not waking that up. I'm not waking up But early. he told me. So we had a, we've only had one conversation, and I've known him, I think, for a good six years now in the business. I've never really had a, a deep conversation with him until yeah. this past year, and because I was going through like a weird stage in my life, and I was like, I just need really good advice from a man that I know I can trust. And I so I called him, <laughs> and I was just like, um, you know, because I'm like, he does, we we know some of the same people, but we don't hang around the same people. I can say that. Yeah. I get that. And so when I called him and I was telling him what was going on, um, he's like, you got to get up every morning and do something for yourself that's going to push you. He's like, something that like that, he's like, you're used to working out. He's like, but what's something that's going to push you every morning? He goes, whether you have to get up and go to a gym that's like maybe 15 to 30 minutes away from your house because it's going to make you wake up. So by the time you get there, you're fully awake and you're aware. You had probably had your pre-workout or your tea or whatever. Right. Um, he's like, that's what I do. He goes, I get up and I go to a gym that's not inside my house. Cause he has his own gym inside his garage. Yeah. And I'm like, but how is it for you to be like, ah, I'll do it later. Um, so he's like, you got to get up and do something for yourself. He goes, even if it's pushups, jumping jacks, he goes, if you can't go to the gym cause of your kids, like you don't want to leave them or you got to take them to school. He's like, either get up earlier or make something happen for yourself. A month passed by. <laughs> and then I said, there's something I got to do. Um, to help myself and I was like you know what I'm going to do push ups because I've always had friends that live in Houston they're in Herbalife every time one of them he mentors me too he was like he's like anytime I feel um, like crap or I want to give myself excuses or anything he's like I do push ups and you'll see him on his stories doing push ups and, and it's like a day it's early in the morning like 5am in the morning for him too and he's just doing push ups and yeah. I'm just like Thing, dude um but i think what kind of like made me hit like i gotta do this was i had a friend he lost his mom and yeah. his mom made him make a promise like you got to keep working out and go to this competition that he went to so i'm like to see somebody go through that and lose you know somebody very near and dear to their heart i was like i don't have no excuse not to at least get up and do something even if i don't go to the gym or lift any weights like i have to do something to, to help myself and a lot of people are like oh well you should do this this and this like they're trying to give me workout tips I'm like I'm not doing this to work out I'm doing this to like to get in my head that like no matter what comes comes on through the day you can push through it and and at that time too I'm actually doing affirmations to myself like because yep. there's days that like 25 push-up is not so easy no it's not it's not girl I know <laughs> I, I'm with you on that and I think that's important, too, that you have the affirmation aspect of it, too. I do that, too, when I get up in the morning and I walk my dog or whatever. And I do want to mention, too, the, the morning aspect of it because your brain, when you get up in the morning and when you go to bed at night, those are two of the most important times. I'm giving some tips to my lovely listeners. Really think about what's important to you 
and really think about what you can do for yourself at those two times. I, I had kind of that re recur throughout the podcast that I was listening to for the show, and there was this kind of resounding consensus that you know, morning and night are very powerful things. They said even when you're laying in bed, mm -hmm. the last thing that you're thinking about really imprints itself on your brain. And so again, uh, you know, I try and work on that because we're always doing something. We're always, you know, looking at our phone or we're watching TV or when we wake up in the morning, we turn the TV on and put the news on. Like, take some time to just really reflect and be self-aware. And I really think your push-up thing is, it may seem small, but I, I like I said, I think it, I, I was thinking about the whole t that the whole time I was kind of working on the podcast mm -hmm. for today. And I was like, yeah, that's like really, and you're super consistent with it. And you show up for yourself. And I'm telling you, my lovely listeners, that's how you build self-worthiness. That's how you build that baseline. Because when something does go wrong, you've already done the work. Subconsciously, there are days that it may be hard, but you still do it. And mm -hmm. it, it's, it's just something that has become a part of your routine. You know, people ask me too all the time, well, how do you work out, you know, three or four times a week? And how do you log your food? And how do you track your macros? And how do you, and it, you know, at, at some point it becomes subconscious. And that's where we really want to get, right? We really want to get to a point where we, our worthiness is, we've worked on it so much. We built that baseline to the point where it's just automatic. It's just something that you wake up and you say, I got to do this. This is, I got to do this for me. And then I can move on with my day. And then I can do this and this and this and this and this and this. So, um, what else? I want to go back to shame because remember, I want my lovely listeners to know that worthiness has no prerequisites. What does that mean? There is nothing that you have to do in order to be worthy. You already are. I think that's so important. And Selena is such an advocate of that. I think you say that all the time on Instagram and on your videos and your reels and all the social media stuff that we have to do, even though we don't want to do it because I don't like doing it, y'all. I really don't, but we do it because we have to get our name out there, right? We have to get we have to get that impact out there. But the thing about it is, I feel like that we went back to that word in you know mindset vocabulary when we were talking about shame. It's like we have this idea that we need validation from other people, so we do certain things or we say certain things when that's not really who we are, right? So I think that it's important, and this is a tip, and I started doing this, which is. It's been some, it's been kind of tedious and hard, but I've made a list of my prerequisites that I think I need in order to be worthy. I know that sounds kind of weird, right? But we were talking, you remember how you mentioned that you said that you didn't like being short? That would be on your list mm -hmm. of prerequisites. Uh, you know, for me, it'd probably be, you know, trying to please everybody or trying to do everything for everybody else. Sit down and make your list of prerequisites. Even though I just told you worthiness has no prerequisites, there are no requirements to have worthiness as an individual in your life. But I'm telling you, those are super helpful things that will make you reflect about how did they make this on the list? How did they make this on the list in your life? And what else did you mention? You mentioned being short, which, I mean, Selena, you can't really do much about that. Oh. <laughs> no. We're short. I'm short. You're short. Yeah. It is what it is. And then, too, remember when you were talking about earlier when you, you know, put on you know, your size large, which, again, you've, you motivated yourself to, to go about it in a healthy way. But, you know, maybe that's something that would be on your list. What else? What else would be on your list? I don't know. Like, to me, honestly, I felt, I felt embarrassed 
when I would tell, like, my kids aren't from the same dad. Mm-hmm. And so I would feel embarrassed, like, um, when I, when, I remember I told somebody one time, and I don't use the term baby daddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just not how I speak. Like, I, I just don't speak that way. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll play around with it, but it's just not something, like, I, I tell my, my kids' dads, I'm like, you're the, you're the kid, you're the father of my child. Like, I mean, uh, you, they're present in their kids' lives, so I'm like, to use that term, I don't, I don't feel like it's, to me, I don't feel like it's it's what you should call somebody or baby mama, baby daddy, whatever. I mean, I know people have the reason why they say it because they have that drama, which everybody does. But I remember when I told somebody about it that was like trying to date me, and their reaction like said said it all like like dude, then don't even talk to me. <laughs> but to me, I thought in my mind like you know like you should like, only had one yeah like you should have been married you should have yeah only had one person that you had kids yeah. with and i was like and all i thought in my mind was like what does it matter to you like they're not yours you're not paying for them you're not their dad or whatever and so i remember i and, and i think even to this day that his his reaction stayed in my mind like it was just like it was like if you were to say it, it was Powerful like if man. i it, it almost looked like if i called him ugly or something like what like <laughs> huh and i'm just like when he did like that i'm like you know, I was like, you know what? I was like, don't worry about it. Like, just, you know, don't worry about it. And he was like, no, I just, it, and I'm like, no, your your reaction said a lot. Like, you know how they say actions speak louder than words? Yeah. yeah, his action very spoke very loudly. So I was just like, and I used to be embarrassed about that because I'd just be like, you know, I never thought I'd uh, be a divorced woman. I never thought I'd become a single mom. And I never thought that, yeah, I would have more than one, one father for my children. But I'm like, things happen the way they do. And... And it's your story. Yeah. And I'm like, and I actually have actually learned from both of them. Like, I mean, I, th- and it's like you talking about the shame thing. Like, I remember, I mean, when you argue, you say things that you shouldn't say or the truth comes out. And sometimes some things weren't so nice. Uh, no, and so, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> and so not. I would I would believe it. Like, nobody's going to ever love you. Nobody's going to want to be around you. You're spoiled or whatever. And I'd just be like, man, you know what, whatever. And now that it's been years and... Like you said, finding your own self-worthiness. To me, I feel like you have to... I tell this to women, and I tell this to uh, to my guy friends, too. Like, you have to find that time by yourself. Yes, you, you do. You have to find that time by yourself. And they're like, yeah. oh, I spend time by myself. I, um, I, I... I go out and I go have a drink, or I go. I mean, I'm like, no. and that's that's fine if that's how you can deal with things. But I'm like, <clears throat> until you know how to be by yourself in silence, to me, I feel like you don't know how to find your your own worthiness because to me, it it took a lot for me to be able to do that. Like I wasn't used to being alone because I was like, I was living with my parents. I always had my kids with me, and when my kids finally left one weekend and my parents weren't home, I'm like, man, what am I gonna do? <laughs> when I finally moved out of my parents' house too, it was like, after a while, I was like, oh yes. I'm enjoying that right now. <laughs> I'm enjoying a movie. I'm a, I have my own popcorn to myself. But like, yeah. And I tell people, I'm like, you have to. I'm like, when was the last time you spent time by yourself? They're like, oh, I want to go do this. I'm like, no, but you're around people. You can't say that, like, I spent time by myself and you weren't actually by yourself. Like, and I have friends that they're like, there's a, a trail, um, a Cedar Ridge. Preserve. Oh, yeah, Cedar Ridge. Yeah, I like And I'm like, place, yeah. and I, I used to go when we first started working out. We used to go with my cousin. We would try to run it. And yeah. I started oh, learning. No. I actually was scared one time because my sister didn't show up. She's like, hey, I'm not going to go. I got to go home. I'm not feeling too well. We will go out there. We will drop off the kids last year. And I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm already here to go back home. And I hit the trails. I'm like, man, you know what? Forget it. I was like, I'll just put everything back like I always do. And I'll just be on my merry way. Um, and to me, like when I got up, there's a, a top 
part where you can just sit there in silence. Yep. I sat there for like I think a good maybe ten minutes before people started coming along, and I was just like, to me, that's that's your peace. That's your that's that's your your worthiness. To me, I feel like that to me because I'm like there's times I would go around the bridge over there. Now they have this bridge. Um, Trinity Groves and I would go and run, run up and down and people are like why are you doing that and it was just my own way of being by myself but releasing a lot of energy yes. and at the same time like being able to watch the sunset see the city I grew up in which is Dallas and it's like to me I was like that's that's how you find your own like start channeling in w- with yourself again like I, I mean I know a lot of people don't live like spiritual lives or they live differently um, but to me I feel like when you can spend a lot of time by yourself and be by yourself and be with your own thoughts and and be able to like start either letting go of things like there was times like i would go to that that run and be crying and people wouldn't even know they're like they're like girl how do you do it and then then i'm like yeah you don't know that uh there's a lot of energy and a lot of emotions just released but i'm like and it's helpful and it's not so much that like it's because like oh i want to be like yeah of course we all want to be you know, fit and everything, but not a lot of people can't do that all the time. And I tell people, I'm like, even if you just go for a walk, even if you just, you know, and I tell them, I'm like, to me, I even go barefoot outside because I'm like, it, it makes me channel my inner childhood. Like, you grew up yeah, running around barefoot. That's, that's an interesting thought, <laughs> yeah. right? I, maybe I, sh- I, I am going to plan on doing a episode on how to be alone because I think a lot of people need that. And it's, it was hard for me. I'm not going to lie. It was very hard for me to do that. Before, because it's already, like, at the hour. It's crazy, mm-hmm. right, how fast it goes. But I just, the last tip I want to throw out there to my lovely listeners, anybody that's listening right now, is to have the humility to accept accountability. And I think that Selena just kind of said that. And, you know, your past and maybe what you're doing now or the future or not the future because you don't really know but things that are happening on the daily you know find accountability accept accountability within yourself instead of blaming other people and once you can be humble enough to do that then you can correct your action you can correct your course to accommodate that if you're self-aware and maybe go take a walk and think about it or maybe go take a hike and think about it or maybe go to soul cycle and cry your eyes out on the bike like sometimes i do so again it's just about having this critical self-awareness and to practice this resilience in in the sense of us building worthiness and having it at a good baseline in our life to just deal with life, man. Just to deal with how hard life can be. So just, again, I hope those tips, tools, and tricks help my lovely listeners. Oh, my gosh. Let me do two. Let me just do one rapid-fire question before I close the, the, uh, the, the show out. Because we, like, we went over, man. So t- just tell, tell the lovely listeners what's on your nightstand. My right nightstand? Yeah, what's on your nightstand right now? Oh, wow. A lot of books. <laughs> That's good. I like that answer. Anything? Just books? Uh, books and a few, like, um, scripture phrases I got from my retreat. Okay. That's about no it. No water, no... Usually it's water. Water. <laughs> you got a lamp, a picture, no pictures, no nothing? No, no pictures. So you got um, books, scriptures? And uh, just a lamp. And yeah, a lamp? and I always have a bottle of water on my nightstand. Oh, no, my radio. <laughs> you your radio? Okay. All right. So I'm going to close the show out today. I, I also, again, remember to go check out Selena on Instagram or Facebook uh, with Nonstop Nutrition. 
and stop by and see her on Monday. Well, for me, it's Mondays. Usually, I stop by and see her. But Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 8.30 to 2.30. Yes. Uh, and you won't, you guys won't regret it. She's such a nice, nice, nice person. Such good energy. And you can you know, get some good stuff for you. We're coming up on the holidays. Everybody's overeating. So balance, y'all. Moderation. Get everything in check for the holidays. Get your nutrition in check. You know, we all kind of throw, out the, throw that out the window during this time of year, right? We forget about all that. So... <clears throat> Please, 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 my lovely listeners, follow me on Overshare's own Instagram page now. Overshare also has its own Facebook page. I've been uploading a lot of information. I've been trying to get that page up. Again, if you have been with me since the beginning, you know that I started Overshare on my own personal page. I am transitioning to its own entity. Overshare is its own animal now. So please, please follow me. I also want to tell my lovely listeners that this is my last show of Fishbowl. I will be moving to a new studio. And next week, there will be no episode for Overshare. I'm taking a break, y'all. It's Christmas. So I'm I'm taking a break. Uh, we'll be Overshare will be back starting January the 10th. So I'm going to take some time. Please, like I said, subscribe and add me on Instagram so I can give you guys the updates. And again, there's going to be changes with this live. And also, remember next month, we will be talking about narcissism for the whole month. And like I said, this series that we did this month really kind of are the the light side of the coin, the things that you need in order to battle narcissism. So I'm very excited. I'm going to have some great people on in January. Please, let's start the year off right. And, you know, if you have a narcissist in your life or you're trying to get away from a narcissist or, you know, you may think that, you know, you have to deal with it. You don't. I, I, like I said, I'm very passionate about that topic. So I want my lovely listeners to tune in. <clears throat> what else? You want to say anything else, Selena? All I can say is know your worth. Know your worth. <laughs> hey, that's cool. That's, that's that, that goes along with today. And she is totally right. Selena, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate your time today thank and your you story for me. and for telling your story. <laughs> and to all my lovely listeners, the light within me honors the light within you. Please, please have a great Monday, everybody out there. Have a great Christmas. Have a great New Year. I kind of feel weird because I'm not going to be doing a show next week. I don't know. It's Like I said, it's a little weird, but like I said, take a break, reassess, and we're going to come back strong in 2022. And remember, all my lovely listeners, to always, always speak your truth fiercely and with vulnerability. Your face on a football field
best that I can. Like an ocean in 